Welcome to Unity of Tucson. So those illusions, the, the illusions that are all around us, that is the multiplicity that is flowing forth from unity. This month's theme is multiplicity from unity. And that's the thing that I'm also really, uh, really, really wanting to ensure that we all understand that everything, you know, every atom has its own unique identity. Every sub 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 subatomic particle has its own unique identity and that's all multiplicity arising from unity for there is only this one infinite power this one infinite presence there is only this source there is only god and so i want to start with this question today the question today is how do you know god how do you know God personally? What comes up for you when that question is asked? How do you know God? What is it that you look to to say, I recognize and know God? Because I think if we're on a spiritual path, and I assume if you're engaged with this community and we're together in this, that we're engaged in some form of a spiritual path, you know, there is in the spiritual path this notion of a source, a creative energy. There is a notion of God. So how do you know God? And here's what I've come to. <laughs> the infinite, the source, God, can never be fully known. For when we think we know what God is, what we find is there is more. Because if God is infinite, there's always more to know because infinite is unending. It is unceasing. And so as we think and as we grow and as we expand and as we come to a realization of what we think we know is, there's even that much more. And this can be a blessing and a curse. Now the curse, I'm going to talk about the curse first. That's a nice little internal rhyme there. I'm going to talk about the curse first. <laughs> The curse is this. We can let ourselves feel diminished by this to think, oh my gosh, there's so much more. There's so much more and there's so much more that, oh, I must be diminished. I must be less than. We can begin to believe that because of that, that we have no freedom of choice because if it is infinite and it is infinite, that it must have some dominion over the expression and experience of our lives, that we are devoid of choice. But here's the good thing. We have infinite absolute choice. Another way that we can feel this diminishment is to think, oh, it is what it is. And, and, and the current is unescapable. It's inescapable. And I don't think we do this on purpose. But I think we have seen humanity as a whole develop from the, con the consciousness of limitation to more of a consciousness of expansion. And it goes, I think, in cycles and waves, and there are times when it feels more, and there are times when it feels less, and there are times when it feels more. And I think we have stepped into a time where it is imperative that we understand and feel the more. 
because it's very easy to get caught up with the construct and the circumstances of the world, the experiences of the world, and feel diminished by them, to feel out of control. But here's the thing, we always have control. So I don't think we do this on purpose. I believe that the limiting ideas we easily place are a mechanism for finding comfort. And isn't that sort of what a lot of us are craving right now? We're craving a level of comfort that we don't feel we are experiencing given the current circumstances of the world. We feel comfort in limitation. It's like wrapping ourselves up in a blanket. And there's more to this world than we see. So what's the blessing? The blessing is in the knowledge that there is always more to be known. There is always more to be felt. There is always more to experience and express and know and grow into. The blessing is in knowing that we are never separate from the infinite because if we were separate from the infinite, then it would be finite and we would be finite. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. We are that which is. The blessing is in knowing that the power of creation doesn't ever change. It is consistently letting itself be known in terms of all things that exist. And so this experience of limitation that we perceive is part of the infinite power of creation showing up in exact accordance with what is right and proper for us. And, you know, nobody ever likes to hear that, that we created this. But you know what? We created the construct. And it is when we find that tipping point of going in the other direction collectively that we will change the experience of our lives. But it takes each and every one of us to do that because creation never ceases to be. The, pow the power of infinite creation is the same power we use to create on a personal level our experience of life. There is no difference in the way that God, as a larger infinite construct, creates. There is no difference in the way it creates in, to, uh, in, in relationship to the way that we create our lives. It's all rooted in starting with mind. And infinite potential is always in us. Infinite potential is always in us because the infinite is always living itself out as potential. And if that is what we are, then we are infinite potential, each and every one of us. So in what way can we allow this to be the case absent any sense of limitation in our own lives? There's more in this world than we see. Just leave these illusions. Everything, it's all illusion. Just leave these illusions and run with me. You know, the, the development of new thought, and especially later, later, later philosophers within the new thought construct, uh, were definitely influenced by quantum theory. And, 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 and I'm not going to get into quantum theory too much, except to say, you know, one of the constructs of quantum theory is that nothing actually exists unless it is observed. Nothing actually exists unless it is observed. So what is it that observes? What is that power that observes? It is the consciousness itself observing itself to create a construct. See, this is why I don't really want to get into quantum theory because people are like, what the heck is he talking about? 
But if we begin to say that everything is an illusion, that it does not exist unless we, ab- unless we actually observe it, we actually open ourselves up to creating something different. This can only be done if we let go of the limitation. The only way to progress The only way to progress is to be welcoming of change, and change is hard for people. And sometimes change is foisted upon us, or at least we perceive that it is foisted upon us because it can never actually be foisted upon us. But we can perceive that it is foisted upon us, just like right now. We can perceive that we have become limited by the construct of a pandemic. But we are the point of creation, and so we can precipitate change. This candle, the healing candle, the one that I always say, it is, we, we light this candle in honor of that which we need to find within our own hearts and minds that needs to be illuminated. If we step into the power of understanding that we're the ones who turn on that light, each and every one of us, because I can't turn on that light for you. I can say, turn on the light. The minute we turn on the light, And we do so in such a way that the collective outweighs what the collective is currently weighted in, then we will change the experience. Our work is to be open to the infinite, to live with faith at our core, and remember, remember, remember always that there's more to this world than we see. In Lessons in Truth, Emily Cady offers a wonderful reminder for us It is this, suppose that a dozen persons were standing on the dark side of a wall in which there are various sized openings. So let's just pretend like this is the wall, right? Viewing the scene outside through whichever opening was assigned to them, one sees all there is within a certain radius. So here's here's one, I'm looking through the wall and I have a radius like this, right? I see the whole world, I see the whole world. In it are trees and fields. That's what I see. That's the whole world. Isn't that exciting? And so if I come to this opening, which has a little bit more of a field of view, I look through and I say, oh, I see trees and fields and houses. I see the whole world. And I come over to this opening. It's an even larger opening. I see trees and fields and houses and rivers and animals. I see the whole world. The fact is, each is seeing the same world through the aperture through which they are looking. And so what is your aperture? In what way are you seeing the world? Are you seeing the world through that very narrow point of view? Our view... Here's what I believe. Our view is limited mostly by ignorance. We don't know what we don't know. And that, to me, is not an issue that, is, that, that, that we should feel defeated by. That's unwitting ignorance. We don't know what we don't know. But there is also willful ignorance, and let's not judge either. So unwilling, uh, unwitting ignorance is, we don't know what we don't know. That's okay, because here's the thing, we can learn to know the more. 
Willful ignorance is knowing what we know, what we know, willful, (laughs) let me try that again. Willful ignorance is knowing what we don't know and not doing anything about it. There are things that I look out, I can look out in the world and say, I don't really know about that. I don't really know about that. And I'm at a place of choice around engaging and learning or continuing to live in that willful ignorance. There is no good, there is no bad, but let us let go of any sense of judgment around the way we are approaching life, either with unwitting or willful ignorance, and the way we perceive anybody else is doing that. Let us let go of that judgment. That's that's stepping into the second tenet of my vision of ministry, which is forgive everything. And when we forgive everything, we can step into that third tenet. Remember who you are. And in knowing who we are, we open ourselves up to the more. There is always an opportunity for awareness and deepening awareness. I believe in the activity of expansion. That's why it is so important to to remind everyone, and I say it every single week, that my approach to ministry is to encourage everyone to understand that the core of who they are is the thing that precipitates their own spiritual evolution. And we do this. This activity of expanding is precipitating our own spiritual evolution, which shows up as physical evolution. I can rely on the known to illuminate the unknown. As I expand in my awareness, I can rely on the known to illuminate the unknown. And as I seek, I shall always find. So, as we seek, we find. So what do you know? What do you know? That's the starting point for stepping into this thing that I am calling Vista Vision. Vista vision is the capacity to recognize the places in which we are ignorant and expand ourselves into wisdom. So what do you know? We have a use of mind. We have the use of the infinite mind, which is our mind, limited only by our conception of limitation. So the more we know ourselves as this divine creative energy, the more we know ourselves as source, the more we know ourselves as God, the more we open our vision up to see what is in the periphery, we open up that aperture and we experience a more grand expression of this thing called life. So I go back to that first question. How do you know God? How do you know God? Here's what I'm gonna encourage you to do. To begin to know God, start with this. Take a good look in the mirror. Take a good look in the mirror and focus in on what you see. See yourself because that is God. But you know what I love about mirrors? Is that they give you the opportunity to see everything around you Because as we begin to open up the periphery, what happens is I can see all of this, the periphery, and in the mirror, I can see what is behind me, and I can expand the vision. So let us approach life as though everything is a mirror, 
and begin to open up that periphery. Infinite potential, infinite possibility. That is what we should begin to see in the mirror, for that is the true nature of God. Never limit your view of life by thinking that the past has any bearing on your present moment. For you are the one who decides. You are the one who decides. We have the capacity to change this world. Oh my goodness. Are you willing to do the work necessary to step into being a changer in this world? A changer in this world? That doesn't really, it's a weird word. It's just what came through me. (laughs) But we have the capacity to change the world. So are you willing? Are you willing to step into that power that you have at your core to say, I know who I am. I get to make change. The nature of creation is evolution. It is our work to continue to evolve and inviting us to precipitate our personal evolution through spiritual practice is a cornerstone of my ministry. Precipitating our personal evolution through spiritual practice is what I have decided I am here to teach. Imagine where we would be if there was no one pressing against the limitations. Just imagine what that would be like. Imagine where we would be if there was no one actively expanding the vision. Just imagine what that would be like. We would be stuck in the mud. If we weren't pressing against the limitations, we would be stuck in the mud if we weren't expanding the vision, if we weren't stepping into opening up that aperture. There's someone, you know, I mean, there are many, many, um, there are many people throughout history that have pressed against the limitations, that have expanded the aperture and really stepped into changing this world as a result. One of them is Galileo, of course. He is someone who pressed against what was considered to be all that could be known. He looked beyond the illusions precipitated by the collective and gazing through that telescope, he invited the world to begin to reconsider what it knew itself to be and step into change. I love this quote of Galileo where he said, I do not feel obliged to believe that the same God who has endowed us with sense, reason, and intellect has intended us to forego their use. What a powerful statement to say it is up to us to actively engage in educating ourselves, in pressing against the limitations of what we think we know so that we can become more of the God self that we inherently are. Now, he didn't construct it in exactly that way. I believe that is where we have evolved to in the understanding. There is no one who has greater potential than anyone else. There is no one. You do not have greater potential than anyone else. I do not have greater potential than anyone else. But let us accept that we all have infinite potential and begin to engage our vista vision with that infinite potential at the core of our being, for that is our nature. We will find that multiplicity is infinitely diverse and infinity never ends. So diversity is unending. 
So this week, to expand that aperture, I have some questions that I would like for you to put your focus on and just allow yourself to explore what comes up for you this week. This is the homework. You know, somebody said to me that they liked when I gave homework. And so here we go. I'm giving you homework now. Utilize these questions in your life. Number one, how will you choose to view the world? How will you, choo how will you choose to view the world? How will you view, this is the sec second question, how will you view your inner world? Three, how will you view your outer world? And four, how will you view the world beyond your limitations? And I think in many ways, that's the most important question. But start with that first question. How will you choose to view the world? How will you view your inner world? How will you view your outer world? And how will you view the world beyond your limitations? That's the question that I encourage you all to answer this week. And that is my message. Namaste. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.